Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. All hail King Bambi. First of her name and first in our Florian hearts. All hail King Bambi. Hail, hail. I love this episode so much. I have loved this entire season so much. Like, every episode is just, like, better than the last one. I'm, I'm going to repeat what I said last week. This was my favorite episode this season. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> just every episode. Ah, yeah, so, so much. Before we jump in with that, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews there and over at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, if you would like to email us, you can reach us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. If you would like to find us on Twitter, you can find me at jindev. He's bradzb. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. You can also find Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, what else is on Facebook? Uh, there is a group dedicated to bears that are wild in the woods and sloths. Like fairies. And fairies. Not, yeah. not fairies, fairies with wings, but like the people that dress up like animals. That would be furries. Furries? Yes, furries. Not fairies. No, not fairies. Furries. Furries. Furries is scary. Don't 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 venture down that road. It's it gets disturbingly weird. <laughs> don't type that in. No, it gets disturbingly weird. You don't want to do it. I saw some video there. where something really cute happened. They were like with a kid and the kid was having so much fun with all the people dressed up like animals. Yeah, there's that. And then it gets really <laughs> disturbing. So don't go look for them. All right. But if you want to look for us, you can find us at Brad and Court Talk Pure Fandom Podcast. Uh, our group, we talk about any and everything. As you can tell when you listen to us, where we can ramble about any and everything well yeah we talk about all our favorite shows and tv shows and uh, movies and books and music whatever might be going down like you're gonna hear from us like brad you just got some cool news about one of the children from channel zero oh okay i was like what news did i have yeah what <laughs> <laughs> are the children from channel zero the the distorted uh, fant- uh phantasm children i guess he was actually called uh, smart mouth was the character's name i had no idea and we did that whole episode whole season mm-hmm. he is now going to be the new leprechaun on the leprechaun movie ser- franchise uh, so is he gonna be son of leprechaun or no he's just taking over work davis's spot as a leprechaun he's just moved work davis has been doing it for a long time the man's probably just tired of stuff and going to retire, and he's just stepping in and taking over the character. Is it wrong that I want him to now go do a new Willow movie? Uh, no, it's not. Willow, you fool! But no, I don't think he's <laughs> going to do a Willow movie. That would be interesting, nonetheless. But hey, they're remaking everything else. Bring Willow back. Who would it, we'd have to cast a lot. We'll we'll talk about that later. We'd have to cast. We'll, we'll Fan cast. Yeah, we'll throw that right, in the yeah. Facebook group. So yes, you can find. See, this is what happens. But you can find us on our Facebook group, and we'll be talking about this stuff and other things and movies and Infinity Wars. I mean, it's it's all day, all day. Um, you can also find our Van Helsing group if you've seen Sci-Fi's Van Helsing. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. You should go binge it while it's uh, on off season while they're shooting season three. 
Um, sometimes we will post things uh, from the Twitter page or sometimes the actors pop up usually during the time when the show is airing and they'll drop like behind the scenes stories or pictures or things like that. Or just people getting together to talk about the show that they happen to love. So we have a very nice burgeoning group over there, um, you know, a very active uh, during the show season. So check that out. Definitely. But we kind of stopped there because um, it was it was getting crazy. We had one for Incorporated, and there was a lot of people that continued to join that group even after the show got canceled. Uh, but we said we're going to do one group, and it's going to be Brad and Court Talk Pure Fandom Podcast. It's long, but people will come. Yeah, we were a little confused on that, so we just made one, <laughs> kept with that. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, or else at the rate we were going, because when we started that group, we were actually just uh-huh. like, you know, that was kind of in our first couple podcasts that we were doing for Pure Fan. Uh-huh. Because the next one would have been The Magicians, yeah. The Expanse, and, 12 Monkeys. And everything. And now literally we are at like, I think the last episode that we posted was like episode 170 or something like that. So, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, we've been doing I mean, that's a lot awesome. And that's so Yeah. Good. And if you haven't heard already, uh, we did our first uh, podcast for Krypton that dropped. And we're going to be recording the first episode for Siren. Well, the uh, review of the first actual episode. We did a preview, a spoiler-free preview last week for Siren. Right. And definitely, you're going to want to watch Siren. And you're going to want to wa- check out uh, The Crossing also. Yes. So. ABC's The Crossing is really cool, you guys. Yes, it is. But that's not what we're here to talk about, Brad. That's not why they came and clicked on the button. Yes. What are we here to talk about? The Magicians. We are here to talk about The Magicians, our favorite children of Earth. Uh, This, Oh, my God, Brad, we have... This is the second to last episode of the season. I'm not ready. Uh, This is season three, episode 12, The Falorian Candidate. Josh catches New Penny up on the latest happenings of Timeline 40. And in his words, one dope-ass quest it's been so far. Uh, also, he gives him the abridged who's who and who's banged who. Ju- Julia and Katie team up. The librarian uh, or the library gives Alice a task that the rest of the group is definitely not on board with. Ray's back, finally. Uh, and it's time for all kinds of dirty politics and fillery. Can I just say F the patriarchy? Yeah, you can. Yeah. All right. Now, this previously on was the best previously on that I've ever had. Yeah, I need him to do the rest of them just like that from now on forever. I just love Josh starting out previously on us. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this is what happened with who? And then you were in love with Katie, and she's awesome. You guys love each other so much, but then you died. And Well, because, you know, Penny 23 needs some background on everything that went on. Josh Josh is a whole. And I had a threesome with a, I had a, you know, threesome with Harpies. And no vi- no footage available. That was the best no, part no, ever. No, no, he, no. I mean, But yeah, everybody has hooked up with everybody on the show, just about, except for Julie and Katie. But they have their best bitches. He well, didn't mean it um, that way, though. And he did have a hookup murder chart, which was the best thing ever, too. He did. Who slept with who, who's murdered who, all that fun stuff. Because you need to know all that fun stuff. And Penny finds out about the Katie and how he died <laughs> along the way with all the keys and, you know. He didn't know so he I think we there. were right last week when we were kind of speculating how the, how this would go down. Um, our Katie did never showed up or didn't reach their radar, I guess, because he had Julia. Like Julia was their Hamoni. Right. Katie was in the same spot that Julia was. Right. So she. So he happy. ended up with uh, Julia instead of Katie. Right. But right off the bat, when Katie sees Penny and goes to hug him, she knows that it's not her Penny. 
Yeah. It's it's, just, it's it's just something completely off. Like, how are you even here? You're not him. Right. And it's just kind of weird. And she's like, oh, no. To which point, I don't think we're ever going to see our Penny again. I think we'll see him again, but no time soon. It's going to be down the road. Yeah, farther down. I Because th- he seems to, when he had the cupcake, I thought that was just, that was it. He kind of said, screw it. I'm done. I'm here for a billion years. I can't get out. Sylvia, you know, went on. He's kind of with Hades. He's just doing his thing. And that's why I, I think it's going to be like that Cassandra thing where he might be there forever. But the show, everything always winds back around. Like we weren't expecting to see Reynard. Oh, again. No. yeah, we'll get we'll get to him here. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm not sure if we're going to see him for a while. But anyway. yeah, I'm pretty sure that. New Penny has replaced our Penny, as we found out at the end of the episode when she tried to use the Unity key, and like he, he wasn't in the loop. It was New Penny. Yeah, the key has replaced the pennies. Oh, I guess there's no reception in Haiti with Hades anymore. Yeah, not after you join the book club. Uh, after you, oh no, not after you eat the cupcakes, you're done. This is true. Julie, That's like drinking the Kool Aid. It's flavor aid. A whole different uh, frequency now. Yes, yes, totally different. <laughs> Julia doesn't trust Alice at all because she is going with the library, which makes total sense because I still don't trust her at all either. I didn't either. And it's a good thing they didn't trust her and they sent Penny to go follow her. You would think that Alice would have suspected. Well, she didn't know. I mean, she didn't really think about it. Julia's the one who had to ask Penny to follow her since, you know. As He's a, all in love with her. I love it. As a new citizen of Timeline 40, help us restore magic. <laughs> Yes. And we find out there is a castle at the end of the world that was built by the gods. The uh-huh. head librarian doesn't know what it is in it, and she suggests asking a god what's inside, since all their friends seem to know all the gods. This is true. And so one of them was god-touched. Right. She wants Alice to suck out Julia's magic. Yeah, um, she wants her to siphon off Julia's magic to power that, that thing, the cipher, the right. siphon. And I don't know if the head librarian's gone evil or is she just grieving that her daughter's dead or what? Well, but it, she is one of the people who sniff in fairy bones. This is true. I guess she has gone but on to the evil side. she's not a good side. person anyway. Well, like, you know, fairies are bad, kind of, sort of. Not, not earth fairies. No, not now. They are free, but there's, there are means to an end. But, yeah, I don't agree with it. Right. Since Penny did astral project and see all that interaction, he's able to, you know, transfer that onto Q and let him know that, yeah, she's kind of lying about stuff. Yeah, like she she told the truth about everything else, but she didn't tell them about the siphon. So at some point in time, she was going to try to stole Julia's power. Maybe. Like, we don't know. But she didn't tell them. Well, she'd like, have she, to she do it. She should have told them. Yeah, she'd have to do it within, what she said, the first 30, 30 seconds or something when magic is restored or whatever. Uh-huh. So it's still out there. We don't know what Q actually. So they might have a use for it, right? It's they got the cipher. They're going to siphon. They're going to use it for something. What that is, we don't know. Hmm. All right. Um. So we know that they have all the keys except for key number six, the fairy key, right? right? It, correct. All right, because we were confused about that last week. Yeah, and it, like, I didn't know if the key they found on timeline twenty three was the fairy key, but it wasn't. It was just key number seven. Yeah, thankfully, with Josh's breakdown of what happened, we find out because you know he skips right by the key number six, and Penny's like, "Hey, what about the key?" And we'll get to that. I mean, it, the the fairies have it; they have to get there first. 
Right. Penny and Katie have a heart-to-heart talk there about how Julia, this Julia is different from the Julia that 23 knew. Right. Which is basically Katie, you know? Exactly. Well, yeah, because our Katie's been through a lot of crap, too. Like, she was a little tortured. And they kind of had some of the same experiences. Which is, you know, she has the same thing about that. They they have to ask God who who's behind the door, and they know that Renard is still out there. He's a god, but he doesn't have any yeah. power. So yeah, they had to bring on New Penny, who had absolutely no connection to any of this, to even fathom the idea of going to look for Reynard. Yeah, because like, nobody thought of it. Yeah, he's the one who's like, well, let's go find him. Yeah, he's without his powers, and he's on Earth. Like, let's just do that. And he points out because he would know what's behind the door because he was a god. Now we have Julia. She's praying to uh, Our Lady, and mm-hmm. she's interrupted Ooh, yeah. by Dean Fogg. Julia is now able to feel what people are feeling and hear their prayers. Yes. When she goes in to see him, she has a point. If she's hearing her prayers, she should be able to undo the blindness that Dean Fogg has. Because he was all worried first, you know, his blindness happened because of magic. Magic is going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I'm more than that. And from what we see, she heals him because he's looking around all over the place. But yeah, we don't see I, him I anymore. think so. Like her powers are really growing. Like I'm really we're we're on the penultimate episode. I'm wondering what's going to happen with Julia. Like is she going to ascend and join Our Lady of Underground at some point in time? Maybe. Well, yeah, we have to skip over. <laughs> I was going to go in line, like you know, let's get Earth done and then go to Fillory, but we kind of need to back up because Julia ends up in Fillory too. Yeah, because she hears prayers there too. So let's jump back to this point. In Fillory, Josh shows up with Taco Tuesday supplies. <laughs> to which, yeah, Pigeon does not make a good taco. Not at all. Elliot's having a talk with Finn who says, you know, basically she is stuck with him and she's stuck with her since all the people that she grew up with that she would have married kind of want to kill him and she would be next anyhow. Mm-hmm. But she's also grown so much from what she was before. Oh, she really has. Like, I remember when she first came on board and we weren't sure if she'd be sticking around at all. But no, she became like an integral part of the group, just like Josh. Definitely. She's really grown as a character. I'm liking where everything's going with him. Absolutely. Bargo has a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Eat my ass. Eat my ass. And she's not sure if that was the queen's response or if it's just a kinky rabbit. That's totally the queen. <laughs> totally the queen. <laughs> We see Frey again. She's a bar cape and kind of at an animal bar. No, she's found her people because she, she's not quite sure how to assimilate to the world now. She's lived so long with the land of the fairies where she can't go back to anymore at this point. And she doesn't really relate very well to the, the humans. Well, and the humans don't accept her either. Yeah. So, like, she found she found a couple of things at the animal bar. She found a good job, and she found a bear. Tumble drum. <laughs> or humble drum, one of the two. Ma- who Margo yeah. was talking with, as, you know, drunk bear was talking. And we find out that Frey loves the bear. Yes, yeah, she does love the bear, and the bear loves her back, but he wanted daddy's approval. <laughs> and Frey, and, and Elliot gives the approval for her to go out with the bear. And it was kind of sweet. Like, love is love, apparently. And Frey calls him dad. 
Yeah, it was really sweet. It was. And a great did Humble Drum call him dad too? Yeah, thanks, phrase dad. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I wish my father would told me. You can date the bear. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, we find out later, Margo has this thing with talking with animals. She's the only one who likes to talk with them, which is totally fun. Like, that's, that's an interesting aspect of Margo's personality. Like, she was just chill, having drinks, hanging out. Right. Oh, I forgot something. Uh, when they were looking for gods, they were looking out for Bostish. Bostish? Uh-huh. But his account got deleted for Instagram for terms of service violations that included nipples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even as a god, you can still get kicked off Instagram. I'm telling you. Yes, you can. So they go back to the castle, and the fairy queen tries to bluff Mario and Elle, but it doesn't really happen because they know about the fairy children. Mm-hmm. However, they can't really do anything because they're not really a king and a queen, and they don't have any bargaining chips. And she says, come back when you got something. Yep, come back when you have a crown. Josh was wanting to drop him off at the Earth portal, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Julia just shows up out of nowhere. Yes, she did. And I like that. She's like, I... Just came here because I felt you needed my help. It's been a weird day. (laughs) (laughs) They go to the forest that they had destroyed a while ago, and she has this glowing eyes thing. He tries to get her to grow the trees back, and all of a sudden the trees pop up everywhere. The peasants see, and Josh is all like, vote children of Earth. Oh, was that the forest where Julia actually destroyed it last season? When she had no shade? Yeah. (gasps) Yes, that was the okay. forest. That's, that's where he took it back to. She destroyed the forest, so she was gr- take growing it back. And it. Oh, I had children of Earth. Yeah, Josh is all vote children of Earth. Got it. Tick is planning on telling the Florians what his plan is. See, Tick actually knows policy, and he he's trying to run an election on that. Right. Because initially he wasn't running any kind of election. They didn't have an idea about the election until Josh started sprinkling all the uh, flyers above. Well, Elliot had the idea to get the flyers to drop over all the peasants and everything to make it happen. And right. And when Bambi and Al had been previously talking about running the country or running the fillery, they were going to run it like a democracy anyway. Right. And Tick really didn't want to do that. But as the Sloth pointed out, he'd be the one who told them that they can't, the people that they couldn't do it, who would probably end up killing him also. Yes. Death by a thousand, was it thorns? Yeah, a thousand thorns. Yeah, after the first hundred <laughs> or so, it doesn't hurt anymore. The first rule of politics on Earth, all you have to do is say it. We know this happens. Oh, Elliot. Uh, no interest loans in power plants. <laughs> How in the world plant? did Fillory get it right and we didn't? <laughs> um, Tick saying he's going to lower the Golden Goose standard. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like, they were just throwing all kinds of awesome things out there. Uh, and leaking the transcript of Elle's trial, which, ooh, that didn't go over <laughs> well. Yeah, he talked all kinds of crap about the yeah, Florians. That went downhill from there. Yeah. And in the end, all the dirty politics kind of backfired on Elliot and Tick. And it, it was good because you know what? Our girl was initially like, um, like, why can't I run too? Like, what's going on? And he was like, Bambi, it's for the king. So, right. like, you can't be king because you're a girl, and this is a patriarchal society. Uh, L, come on, get with the times. And he's like, it's the 20th century. We brought it from the Dark Ages. We can't push it forward yet. Why not? And that's the best thing ever because we find out that Tick and Elliot have lost. 
Mm-hmm. And Margot is now the new High King because she wasn't even on the ballot, but she was a write-in thanks to the talking animals. Humbledrum just happened to be a high-respected uh, member of the community. Yes, and apparently the talking animals outnumber people yes. like by a lot. There right. are millions of talking animals and only 50,000 50, yes. people. Yes, and <laughs> I forgot what the squire's name was who really had a thing for the sloth. <laughs> I just, I was dying on that part. It's like, oh, well. Um, El swears loyalty to High King Margot. Yes, he does. Initially, because he had a whole sad face at first, and Margot was like, it's okay, Al. And he got his shit together, as he should have, as her right. best friend. And he was like, I'm here for you, boo. Exactly. And, you know, he also goes over to say, hey, Tick, by the way, we're not killing you. We're just putting you to work, and you're under guard the whole time. Uh-huh. He's still bitch-listed, though. Which, it's a good thing because he does know his policy. Yes, he does. And he just can't trust him. Margo does make that deal with the queen and gets a fairy eye out of the deal. <laughs> she sees all, or she sees some weird stuff. Yeah, what that is, we'll find out later at some other point in time. I the love queen the queen tells her to hide it, though. Right. And I love the fact after the queen left, Finn's like, hey, um, can I have some fairy toes? <laughs> that would have been cool. Because she is missing like, the toes and has the wooden toes. So, yeah, that was... I, I mean, couldn't she have just given her her regular toes back? The reason why Margo couldn't get her regular eye back was because Margo kind of squished it. Just Maybe saying. The, um, well, the fairy can queen. we talk about... Can we go back to the bar real, real, real quick? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so when Frey was talking about all the children that are back in Fairyland, she was talking about how all the children are human. I still think their kid is alive because Finn had a weird look on her face when that was said. Or am I, I just, I'm just still grasping. I think you're still grasping. I don't think your kid's alive. I don't. I want to see a baby owl, man. But we do know that's, you know, there's no children fairies back in the fairy realm. That's why they needed to have them on Fillory, which is the whole thing that they got with the queen there so right yeah. so now they can move to fillory they get their own part of the land where they can grow their little fairies and our, our guys will get the key that they need to open that door yeah everything's good things are yeah, good maybe here. depending on what's behind that door right so back on earth uh-huh. julia is busy trying to bring down a kid's fever because her parents are praying yes she is She's just hearing everything, and they bring up the idea of finding Renard, and she's like, eh, I can feel him with my mind, and next thing you know, they're there. Yes. Now, the part and that- she's a little upset because it looks like he's living large initially. Right, but no, he's just a pizza delivery guy. He looks rough. Yeah. They go back to his spot place, and Julie kind of throws down on him a little bit. Uh his little tiny spark is much, much bigger in her than it ever was in him. Yeah, because he didn't nurture it. He was a he was a dick. Yeah. And it seems the gods makes mistakes sometimes, and there you go. They fixed it. We find out, interestingly enough, that Hades is his stepfather. Did we know that before? We did, because remember Persephone, we knew that about the, the underworld. Okay. Like Persephone and Hades. Persephone. And okay. Hades. Okay. I just, maybe I forgot about that because I was like, we just met Hades last week. Or two yeah. When, well, Penny met Hades. Penny 40 met Hades, not Penny 23. That's going to get confusing. Uh, 
Just call him new. Well, you can't call him New Penny because we're not really going to see our Penny right. anytime soon. I don't think we're just going to have to eventually just go with Penny. Well, we'll call him Penny. He's Penny for from henceforth. But we know when we say this that he's Penny twenty three. Penny twenty three. <laughs> Renard does tell them what is in the castle. There, you know, all the stuff that the gods made before that they couldn't happen. The mistakes and everything they put them in uh-huh. there and hit them. That's where along with magic. Yeah. And just as Renard is about to shoot Julia, she freezes time. He just happened to have that magic bullet that they made. So he's been waiting on her to show up for a long time. Well, I don't know that he was waiting for her to show up. He had that magic bullet because Hades gave it to him just in case things got really hard and he needed, he needed to take himself out. Oh, like it's not, it's just, it's for any kind of God. It can take him down. That's right. I, I forgot about that part. How did I gloss over that part? Cause we were well, you did about, talk about Hades and Persephone for a minute. Yeah. So I actually remember that. I just lost my mind there for a moment. Yes. They take the bullet from him because, you know, it may work with the monster at the end of the world. Exactly. And just kind of leave him there as he was because he's already being punished for what happened. He's made mortal. Yeah, I was a little worried that um, Penny was going to try to take him out. I'm like, please don't do that. We lost magic already. What do you think they're going to do if you actually kill this dude? Right. Yeah, he's he's just there to do his time. Right, he's miserable. Leave him there. Yeah, well, he doesn't have any magic. He has nothing whatsoever. Didn't learn anything. Hmm. And then at the end there, they get back and Katie's pulling up the key and we find out this is where the key replaced Penny 23 with uh, Penny 40. Yes. And the talking. Or at least for the unity thing with the connection of them, um, it connected Penny 23. Oh, it didn't connect Penny 23 anymore. Like when we had the musical episode, All That Josh. Right. Like they are no longer on the same um, frequency, I guess, as our old Penny. Now it's just new Penny. Yeah. Like he's been put into the group. And we didn't see Marina at all this episode. No, she probably went to find her hedges. Well, they said she ran through the door. Is that a good thing or bad thing? I figured she may have stick around, but I guess not, huh? Well, no, this is fine because she can pop up again at some other time. She's still probably trying to, you know, get to know the the world again as it is now. Acclimate. And yes. And you know, kind of find her way. I just hope she doesn't show up with our, our, our Dean fog. That's just so weird. Right. Yeah. That would be weird. Or ish. <laughs> Hugh has to go talk to his father about everything and tells him that everything um, is real. He's gone to Fillory, met everyone, but there's a problem because as Alice pointed out, as soon as magic turns back on, his father is going to get sick again. Right. He goes through and tells them everything that happened. And at the end, his father goes, what did you name your son? And he said, I named my son after you. Aww. Which is a whole, wow, that was, a you know, really blowing everything out there. Just here's everything that happened. And he's trying to make up his mind what to do. Yeah, I'm, I was surprised that his father believed him. But I, I guess, um, like he said, he could feel the, the difference e- without magic, even without being a magician. He felt that difference, that change. Right. And I think he's fine with whatever happens. I mean. Yeah, he's lived his life. It's time for his son. Yeah. Q said, either way, things are going to go bad. Some, yep. Somebody's going to get hurt. Well, all right, then. If you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for the Channel Zero franchise. We did all three of them that are up there right now. 
and Van Helsing, Winona Earp, 12 Monkeys, The Magicians. Oh, we're already doing that one. <laughs> and a bunch of other shows. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. And if you have any thoughts or comments on this episode or any speculation about how you think the season will end or speculation about next season, you can go ahead and shoot us an email at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook or Twitter. Definitely. Or drop a comment below yeah. if you're on the Pure Fandom website. Whatever. Hit us up. We'll Hit talk us to up you. for sure. Until next time, if you ever need to catch somebody up on what's been happening, just start with previously on us. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.